No, fun fact, Big Kev. V from Vendetta is a comic book that came out too, not just the movie. What? Yeah, man. That's outrageous, a comic book. This is uh, this, this may be some breaking news to most folks. It's made breaking news to Sandwich like two months ago. It, it, the, the Speaking lights, of Sandwich, yeah. uh, we, we're enjoying a week without Sandwich. Well, should we talk about how he ended up in Disney jail? Uh, I don't know. Um, oh, wait, hold on. I've just received a message from Sandwich. Oh, yeah. I don't want to know how he sneaked this phone oh, to Disney wait. Jail. I didn't know to call. No one told me to. Wasn't that, didn't you mention that to him literally on the air last uh, week? I'm pretty sure there's a soundbite where I can pull for to next week's show saying you yeah. can do a selfie. Just and I think you that. said do like a selfie video. Uh, new message coming in. I figured you'd just make fun of me and play a trick of me saying Fat Dumbledore and move on. Well, you're not wrong. You're I mean, not wrong, Fat Dumbledore. I mean, it's nice enough for him to, to text from Disney Jail after what he did to uh, Goofy and Pluto and everything. That's very nice of him. What? Everybody gets drunk and grabs Goofy's ass. That that that, that wasn't all he was doing to, to, to his ass, though. That's the problem. Oh. He didn't know Goofy was a boy dog, or, <laughs> or did he? Or did he? He likes making those uh, those memories for the scrapbook for the Sandwich family. That's what it comes down to. So yeah, that's it. Only high quality people here at Geek Stuff TNG oh on a boy. weekly basis. And uh, so, Mister uh, Mister Big Kev, so we do have uh, some house cleaning notes. We have some announcements that we want to talk about. Oh my goodness, yes. So first off. Uh, finally have updated our lovely Patreon page. You can now find us at uh, patreon.com slash geekstufftng. All of the um, levels have remained the same. So for our Patreon folks who are watching right now on Instagrams, they uh, all of them, all of them, uh, they have nothing to worry about. Uh, and those, uh, those tiers really quickly to, to hit on. $1 gets you into our Discord chat room, uh, which that alone I feel like is worth it because uh, there's a lot of interaction going on with everyone. For $3, you get the latest shows a day and a half early, which is usually Tuesday night, 99% of the time. You also get a sneak uh, peek at that week's uh, prep sheet, or prep sheetica, as Big Kev likes to call it. For $5, you get a weekend bonus show. This is uh, it's the, it's the encyclopedia prep sheet again. Yeah, man. We need, but we need it for the bonus show, which was the next tier. Uh, it can be an in-depth review. It can be a bit of a mini show, and it can be some of uh, the vintage shows, kind of like a oh, fine, yes. like a fine wine. Yeah, some the classic, classic episodes. Some classic geek stuff, and uh, we also have for ten dollars uh, or more a month, uh, you get to watch this lovely program on the Instagrams, the way on a box is right now. And on a box, hello, thank you and... for. And you get all of the ones below it as well. You get everything else that's included, man. So, and for $40, you can even advertise on the show. Oh. Because we like to talk about things. People like to listen to us talk about things. And that's a it's discount true. right there. So that's a nice uh, uh, bonus for anybody who's uh, looking to pimp their product or their there event. And speaking of events. Or their service. And, and speaking yes. of event, we have Geek Flea coming up. No, we don't. We do. You have. We Geek do. The Flea entity, the entity of Geek Stuff TNG, has a Geek Flea eighteen coming up. It is happening. Oh, I see. It's happening November twenty third, which I believe is a Saturday, uh, from ten like, to four. Right before Thanksgiving. Wow. Uh, ten to four p.m. Uh, happening in lovely Kearney, New Jersey. Over forty plus vendors, raffles, empanadas. Can't forget the empanadas. Lots of artwork. Lots of books. Lots of collectibles. Lots of kind of stuff you're going to find over at Etsy. Uh, and it's uh, for the low, low price of free, which I'm pretty sure most people would be able to afford that. I've been going to Geekfully myself for I don't know how many years now. 
But, I think Sandwich will have to take out a loan in order to get to Geek Flea. To get to, well, he's got to post bail bond first, and then he can go to Geek Flea. Well, there's that. There's that. Uh, but uh, definitely want to check out Geek Flea. You'll find myself there. You will find uh, Mr. OG there. You might find the sandwich. I don't know yet. We'll see if he's able to get out of jail first to uh, to attend. But usually, our buddy Smack goes to that, or the mayor, or whatever his nickname is these days. <laughs> He's usually there. I don't know if I don't know if he was at the last one because I wasn't. The last two, actually. Um, yeah, he might be there also. Yeah, but there's there's plenty of uh, good folks to go over there and see at Geek Flea. It's in the area for the kind of central northern Jersey folks, easy to get to, a lot of fun. So yes, hopefully we get to see you there. Uh, Kev, anything else that we want to hit on before we get started with the show? We well, we are entering, I'm trying to think now what, where we're entering week four of our What Does TNG Mean to You contest, I think, right? Week four? Three, maybe week four or something like that. It all blends together. What? I don't remember. We changed the clock. We changed the clock, so I lost all concept of time. Oh, well, there you go. So the brand new uh, show title, Geek Stuff TNG. What does TNG mean to you? You can give us a call at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Yes, and uh, you can <laughs> leave us a message over there. Uh, or you can uh, go over to the, if you're a member of Patreon, you can go over to um, the Discord. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think yep. there's a thread over there about it. Something. There is a, a chat section that says contest or contest entries. And you're able to, yeah. to pitch your ideas there or your, your, any clues that you may have there. Indeed. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, I actually got to talk to you after the show about, about the prize for that, Kev. I have something that we can, uh, oh. we can go with. Which I, I th thought, uh, we were picking something from the Big Kev's Geek Stuff product archive. I got something uh, a little easier, though. Well, that, I think hey, a little, little solid that we can go with. So that's fine. Uh, no problem. I, speaking of which, on a box, I think has a question over in the Instagrams. Um, what did he say? He says, "Was that chopsticks you just expertly used, Kev?" Why, yes, it was. <laughs> As I can't tell what you're eating from this angle, but uh, that was the closest to like a pinky up with chopsticks I think I've ever seen before. Mm mm mm. Yummy, yummy. Yummy, yummy. So we are. In the midst of episode 564, the episode we have not named yet. Yeah. Hmm. But one with that we have one. plenty of time. So we got a lot of stuff in the news. So hopefully that kind of triggers it for us. So, Kev, let's start with some Batman news. How about Sammy? Uh, how about Sandwich in a, uh, touches Disney characters in a... No, it's too long. It'd be something Sandwich, sandwich related. Sandwich made an uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I that, like that. That kid's going to kill us. Um, sandwich made an uh-oh. That bad sandwich. Uh, okay, so we have some Batman news kicking off uh, the show today. So we have a bit of a trio of stories for the new Batman movie. According to Deadline, Colin Farrell is in talks to play Penguin, rounding out the Batman villain trio. So that would be, uh, we would have the Riddler, we would have Catwoman, and now, ideally, we would have Penguin. Bad idea. Why is that, sir? Well, one, because we know what having three villains in a piece looks like. Yep. A.K.A. Batman and Robin. Not a good idea. And people will argue that there were three villains in The Dark Knight because Joker, Two-Face, and um, Sandman were all in there. Or Scarecrow, Scarecrow, rather, were all in there. Mm-hmm. Scarecrow was a throwaway villain in the first ten minutes of the movie, Something like that, and yeah. the, the and and really Harvey Dent Two Face didn't come into it until really I would think the third act. I think if we're breaking it out that way, For and sure. he was created by the Joker's actions. So you know, like it's not the same. Look, go look at Batman and Robin. That's a three. That's a three in a movie right from the get go. It's just too much. You know, it's just too much. It doesn't allow any. And, and for God's sake, they're starting a new universe. They need to have these characters be fleshed out a little bit. Like, isn't 
Paul, did we did we talk about Paul Dano? I think is playing the Riddler. I uh, we mentioned it beforehand. Yes. Yeah, I think just fleshing out Paul Dano as the Riddler, I, I think would be worthy of a movie, especially one that they claim is going to be um, more about using his detective skills than you know, sort of the previous incarnations of Batman. Uh, have been so if that's the case having the riddler in there and having him be you know like sort of the main villain and you know the detective skills are in play and all that i think Mm -hmm. makes more sense what do i know i mean i I, uh, i'm only a fan who 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 doesn't think this is a good idea at all i mean if i still had to put money down i am gonna guess that Zoe Kravitz, who's going to be a Catwoman, is not going to become Catwoman until the very end. Her character could be in the movie, but I'm just, again, if I'm just a betting man, I'm going to guess that she doesn't come in, kind of like the third act, kind of like what you were just saying, in one shape or form. I'm just not, I'm not feeling Zoe Kravitz anyway. So at this point, I, I mean, I'm feeling Paul Dano as Riddler. I'm not feeling no Colin Farrell as the penguin though i feel like Look, that's if gonna... you guys couldn't land jonah hill fine but i mean come on i feel like that's going to take people out of the scene at the same time he's like he's a big enough name where when you see him you don't see the penguin you're going to see colin farrell like you yeah kinda... i mean you know like that yeah i get where you're coming from but i mean it's just not it's it's against type Unless they're retyping him. Now, they did do that. They retyped the Penguin in that awful Gotham TV show. Mm -hmm. They retyped the Penguin, you know, like, completely. And it worked because that guy was really good and he kind of looked like a Penguin, you know. And and I like that character. But I just don't. I don't know. I don't feel that penguin in this universe, or maybe maybe that is the direction they're going to go. I don't know. I mean, I do have more optimism because, I mean, since Wonder Woman, they've they've had a good. They're on a run. They're on a roll right now. Not everybody's digging all the DC movies for the longest time. I get that. I understand. I'm not going to go into that. But the last what five, four, five, something like that have been really good. I can think of three. What are you talking about? Your Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Shazam. Oh, Shazam would be four. Okay. Aquaman. Yeah. Joker. Uh-huh. And so there's four right there. <laughs> That's the four, yeah. Yeah, but it's the last four. Mm-hmm. So again, and technically, you know, again, but how, how are we judging it? Simply by the fact that they're Warner Brothers DC character movies? Because, you know, as a universe, they suck. You know, and Agreed. as of right now, we don't know that the Joker is in that universe, and and also, they, they've all but disbanded the universe that Wonder Woman and Aquaman came from, that Wonder Woman and that Aquaman. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Which, by the way, last I checked, Joker is close. I don't think it's going to actually make it, but Joker is close to becoming a billion-dollar movie. Yeah, exactly. And wait till it wins the Academy Award. 900 right now according at, to box at least office, for acting if nothing else uh, according to box office mojo at this time it's standing at 938 million dollars which is pretty crazy and sitting at number two i believe um but back to the warner brothers stuff so we also have some more batman um according to the rap andy circus is in talks to play alfred pennyworth in the upcoming so andy, movie yeah so andy circus of course came to fame playing Gollum in the Lord of the Rings movies and the Hobbit movies. Um, And he's been in other things as well. He played Ulysses Claw in the Marvel Universe, which I imagine is a character that will return because I don't think they killed him in those movies. Um, uh, You know, and other characters as well. I actually really liked his character in The Prestige. Uh, He was Tesla's assistant in The Prestige, which was really good. Um, and yeah, I mean, there, there's been a bunch of things that I've really liked him in. Now he's from New Zealand. He's not English. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> certainly. Um, the English Butler from New Zealand, but I mean, I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world. I'm sure most people won't be able to figure that out or except if you're an English or New Zealand or Australian <laughs> person, I imagine. Very true. But, uh, 
Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I think that's good. Where my problem lies with that, of course, will be if the Joker is actually part of this universe, if the Joaquin Phoenix Joker is part of this universe, um, I guess that wasn't Alfred that we saw in the Joker movie. Uh, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, because he was some the, other guy, somebody else at the gate. Some other butler? Guess so. It's possible. But, all right. Again, I'm going to be more optimistic about it. But, and uh, lastly, Jeffrey Wright officially confirms, uh, or Jeffrey Wright is officially, rather, Commissioner Gordon in the Batman film, which we all kind of had an idea that that was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, other than the normal racial controversy, because, uh, you know, Jeffrey Wright is, is, is a black man. Um, I don't see anything controversial about this at all. He's a really good actor. Yeah, he is. He's a really good actor. And, you know, he's been in Westworld. Uh, if you've never seen the film Basquiat, you ought to, because that was a tour de force performance where he played Basquiat, and he was just amazing. So, yeah, definitely should check that one out uh, uh, as well. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. And, again, I wonder if that means... If we actually get a Joker sequel mm -hmm. and it looks like what Sandwich and I were speculating, which is that he gets loose and he's causing some reign of terror that they, you know, that, that Jim Gordon solves or partially solves and kind of gets a bump out of. Yeah. Is Jeffrey Wright the Jim Gordon in that? Because if he isn't, that's weird. Amazon orders two seasons of Critical Role's animated Legend of Vox Machina series. Yeah, uh, and OG is off somewhere right now just creaming himself because you know how he gets about this. He's dancing in the streets right now. Um, so they are, so 10 episodes were created from the, from the Kickstarter campaign. He's going to be in jail soon too with, uh, with sandwich, uh, 10 episodes were created under the Kickstarter campaign, which drove in. No, out. no, no. They're in, they're going to Florida. I think, I don't think they're going to California. Oh, I thought you were talking about the story. We're aware of they're going. No, uh, <laughs> uh, under the agreement, Amazon prime video ordered an additional 14 episodes for a total of 24 across the two seasons. Uh, in addition, Amazon Studios inked the first look deal with Critical Role to develop a new series to premiere exclusively on the service. So everyone knows that, you know, everyone, the streaming services are trying to grab up as many big names as possible. I think this just makes perfect sense for Amazon to try to get their hands on everything. I don't know exactly how much that they're going to be spending on this. I feel like it might. It's kind of a a hit, uh, not so much to Disney because they got about a bajillion things going on, but this is a hit to Netflix. This is a hit to Apple. Um, what other service we have? HBO, Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, listen, like people. CBS, CBS All Access. Yeah, CBS. Uh, I mean, this is something people will go out of their way for. Which to me is weird. I mean, this whole culture of. With all due respect to anyone who has a show like this on Twitch over at Geek Stuff OG, I don't <laughs> understand, you know, the culture of I'm going to watch other people, people play D&D. &D, weird. To me, it just seems weird. Why don't you go find two friends and play yourself? You know, I don't know. it's the same thing. It's like watching other people play video games online. It's like, why? Go buy the game. Then you can, you know. Because I imagine what people do when they're watching other people play games is is be like, no, no, go left, no, shoot, now. I mean, the way I see it, I mean, that. there's there's a, an audience for everything. I mean, how many times, how many shows are out there of people uh, remodeling homes, trying to redecorate homes? Not it's not the same. I know. It's, I, same. I think it's the exact, I think to a degree, it's the same exact thing. It's where, like, I want to start a service where... Yeah, I want to start a show on Twitch where you watch somebody watch a movie. Like, that's how stupid this is to me. Like, it's like, all right, I'm going to put the camera on uh, Mr. Monty yeah. at the theater. So all you see, you hear the movie, but you see Nick's response to the movie. But, you, well, Why? but, but, but we both enjoyed Mystery Science Theater 3000. Not the same. 
How, but to a degree, but if anything, you can argue that that We're kind not, of started why, this. No, no, no. If they had turned, what I'm talking about is if they had turned the camera and all you saw were the two robots and the dude. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. It's not the same as watching somebody watch a movie and they're making commentary. That's different. If you're watching somebody watch a movie and you're just watching them watch a movie, like it doesn't make sense to me. Why wouldn't you just it's, watch the movie? I mean, listen, no matter what, you can't argue the cultural shift about people getting into it. I mean, I watch those programs more for um, people building or painting certain aspects of Dungeons and Dragons well, figures I, or I've landscape. I've been in your house, so I understand that. Thank you. Uh, sounds creepy when you say it like that. Um, I've been in your house. Sometimes I've seen things. Sometimes you're aware. Um, you know, because you can kind of get some nice tips. I can understand if someone's wanting to DM. Nice what? Because he can get some tips on how to paint something, oh, how tips. to construct something. Calm down, sir. Uh, I don't know where you were going. And also, if someone's looking to DM maybe like their first session, I can understand they definitely want to get on board and watch a few episodes and maybe pick up some tips or tricks of the trade. But either way, that's just the, the culture people are going on in terms of video games and tabletop gaming at the same time. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. But regardless, all of this is happening coming to Amazon. I think the others, I'll, I'll, I'm curious if anybody else made a play to try to get the series on board. I'm sure they had to have once that Kickstarter blew up the way it did. So, Amazon, as I understand it, got a little money. They got some bucks. You know who else has some bucks? Disney. Disney. Disney CEO Bob Iger. Mm -hmm. I was on a podcast interview with the BBC talking about Star Wars. He, he, he reiterated, rather, that... Um, that they pumped out too many Star Wars movies in such a short amount of time. He didn't say he was disappointed in the movies. He didn't say he was disappointed in some of the box office, specifically Solo. Uh, but he said that they just uh, they cranked the ball. They cranked it up way too fast in terms of production for Star Wars, which I feel like we knew about this. Is this isn't really as much of a surprise? But he just kind of reiterated exactly what he was referring to in terms of the missteps that they took when it came to Star Wars. Can you hear that? I hear something in the background. I can't tell what it is. It's it's rain, just so you know. Oh, okay. It's a little, little rainy here on the island today. Yeah, it happens. Uh, yeah, so, and, uh, you know, his attitude, less is more. He wants to make these films more more special by not having 8 billion of them stacked on each other. Because Ryan Johnson's piece of crap, uh, Last Jedi, spoiled the superior and far superior solo movie. So, yeah, I can see where they would want to do that. And now, uh, after they've canceled the trilogy plan by um, uh, Benoff and, uh, Benioff and Weiss, uh, no one knows where they're going next. It's a complete mystery it's up in the air although i've heard recently i may have even read over at fanthatracks.com fanthatracks f-a-n-t-h-a tracks.com that ryan johnson uh is perhaps in talks to do more star wars movies which i'm like with who you know like because is it lucasfilm like do they not listen like i don't understand why would they hire him again that movie was terrible. You know, I mean, it just was. I mean, you can have a critical deconstruction of that movie and see that it's just absolutely terrible. So I don't understand why they would be in talks, but what do I know? Speaking of in talks, um, Peyton Reed is no longer in talks, but has now officially signed to direct Ant-Man 3 for Marvel Studios. Woohoo! Uh, and it says Ant-Man and Wasp are sitting out Marvel's Phase 4. <laughs> Looks like they'll be back in Phase 5. So, nice. I think it's supposed to be, was it coming out? Uh, 20, 22, 20, 23, something like that. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with it waiting till Phase, what is it, 5? I feel like everything kind of coming up here is just going to be all, it's all going to be all about Disney+, Plus, which is, what are we, we're a week away? From Disney Plus at this point, I think from today. I uh, yeah, no less than right. Isn't it the twelfth? 
are yeah, are we, you did yeah, you did you right. ups, a, did you upset the gods over there or something? Because uh, all I I'm hear, gonna, I'm gonna mute when I'm not talking. That'll help. Okay, that that'll make a big deal. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm fine with everything. Kind of holding off on this. I mean, who knows what direction they're gonna go in? Obviously, after the way Endgame ended, uh, because it's all gonna be about Disney Plus for the next few weeks to months and everything like that. So that's fine. Uh, we also have some Spider-Verse sequel has been announced. A uh, teaser trailer was dropped uh, on the Twitters uh, from the Spider-Verse account. Uh, new movie is going to be popping up April 8th, 2022, uh, a week ahead of Marvel's Black Panther number two. Only a week? Supposedly, yeah, that's what they say. Unless obviously anything changes. But I don't, I mean, it feels ridiculous the fact that they're going to kind of, I mean, I know it's a Sony project and everything, but why compete against another Marvel property like that? I feel like that's going to be too, too much. I mean, because what, I believe in the Spider-Verse brought in 300, 350 million at the box office, where Black Panther 1 brought in about like about a bajillion and a half dollars, something like that, so. Or 1.2 billion something. And won like lots of awards. And just won a few awards to say the least. Um, yeah, I saw. Have you seen um, the Spider Verse movie? I haven't. I still haven't seen it. It's on my queue in Netflix. Uh, no, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, I haven't sat down and watched it yet. I want to though because Spider Man Noir is a character I really enjoy. Same here. And um, I, I I think his interaction and it's Nick Cage as well. So I mean, I kind of want to see just you know, what they've done there with it. But I also heard it was very good. So, and Spider-Ham is in it. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll... Will, so. Will says it was really good on the... Oh, yeah. Patreon, uh, Patreon-supported... Um, Instagram feed. Yeah, Anna Box says he loved it, too. So, I'm going to try... I, you know, I got to try to watch it before um, before Disney Plus hit. Plus hit so, I got to make it a priority for this weekend. Uh, Pennyworth series... Pennyworth. Yeah, renewed for a second season at Epics. Okay. Uh, I didn't hear really literally anything about the first season, like whether it was good or not good or anything. I kind of forgot it was a thing, to be honest with you. Like, if you told me that it was going to launch, the first season was starting tomorrow, I would have believed you. I mean, the trailer looked really good for Pennyworth when it initially dropped. I haven't heard, same thing, haven't heard a, a thing about it, but apparently it's doing just good enough at minimum. So there's that. Uh, Papa, what else we got? Are they are they going to get into the? I haven't seen it, but are we? Oh, Alfred is described as a boyishly handsome, cheerful, charming, clever young man from London. You would never take him for an SAS killer, thanks to his honest, open-faced, and witty demeanor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's another. I mean, for the for the Batman folks out there, the fans, you know, it's one more thing. So. Power to you. South Park and Rick and Morty streaming rights go to HBO Max. That's really interesting because Hulu has had both of those for a while now. I believe Hulu is going to retain the rights, if I recall, um, on uh, Rick and Morty. I think it's going to continue being on both platforms. I believe South Park is uh, over for Hulu next year sometime. And then it just streams exclusively on HBO, which I forget. Yeah, next next summer it says South Park will no longer be available on Hulu. Okay, which stinks. I I don't know, but I I feel it's kind of weird because for these two properties, I feel that people are gonna already own these box sets digitally or a regular format. Like I feel like maybe this isn't that big of a deal. Because the the fan bases are so strong for these two um, shows, where it's really not going to matter this a whole hell of a lot. Like I feel like HBO or AT and T, whatever, uh, is going to be spending a boatload of money that really may not make a big of difference. Green Eggs and Ham trailer for Netflix animated series. I did not see this. I saw the trailer the other I day. I saw the trailer the other day. I showed it to my uh, three-year-old nephew. He laughed at it. He thought it was cute. You know, I can tell it's going to be one of those things where uh, 
you know, my brother and my sister-in-law, like, they're not going to give a shit. They're just going to play it on in the background probably and if it keeps the kid happy, keeps the kid happy. It's like it's an innocent enough trailer. Electric That's babysitter. It. In a case like this, maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was okay. It was cute for what it is. I mean, it's a, a what, a 20-page children's book turned into a 90-minute movie, so. You get what you get. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker confirms casts return for Hocus Pocus 2 100 years after the original is how this article should have opened. <laughs> Do you care? Um, Did you care about that movie at all? No. I never... It came out in 1993, by the way. I never wow. understood why people... I never thought it was that good of a movie, to be honest with you. It's not. I thought it was a, you know, a cute kids movie, but... I mean, I always, like, you know, I was a, a huge fan of Monster Squad back in the 80s. So I don't know if this is just the, you know, the newer version of that for the 90s for kids or what, but I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. It's probably just a direct sequel to Hocus Pocus, if you've ever seen it. Yeah, I saw it. I, I just didn't think it was that good. Shudder has renewed Greg Nicotero's horror anthology series Creep Show based on the Stephen King and George A. Romero classic for a second season. So have you watched this set all before I get into this? I don't watch this at all, no. I am. Uh, I was a big fan. Not uh, every single uh, story was obviously amazing, um, but there were a few that were I thought were really freaky. I thought uh, the series uh, played well. It felt like you were watching an extension of the first two. There was a third one, but forget it. Uh, the first two creep show movies with the the comic book animation panels and and kind of uh, an updated version of all of that. So I thought it worked out really well. The last um, the last episode was written by Joe Hill and directed by Tom Savini, and it ended on a good note. Uh, I you know it sucks that it was only six episodes, uh, but it was six strong episodes, and I would definitely get ready to watch. Season two when this comes out. And the whole Shudder, you know, for me as a horror fan, I'm saying this, so take it with a grain of salt. Um, really good. I keep pimping it out on this show. I keep pump, uh, mentioning it on the bonus show. Um, <laughs> there's, there's something for everybody on that show, on that service. Red Dead Redemption 2 PC launch trailer released. So if you thought Red Dead Redemption 2 looked good on your consoles, you got to see it on a computer. It's unreal. I mean, it is really, really crazily good. So although I don't play on a PC, if I did, I would really, really be looking forward to playing it on PC. So I mean, I don't, I don't do any of the... I think I only play like two or three PC games in recent memory. Um, but this game looks really phenomenal. Right. I, I streamed this on the 4K monitor and everything. I don't know if it had anything to do with it or, or what, but just looked fantastic. I, I, can, I get why you, Sandwich, and some others are, are so big into it in your groups and everything. Nah, I'm not going to jump on board, but I mean, it looked phenomenal on, uh, in this new trailer. <coughs> DC quietly closed Vertigo's doors early. DC has retired the Vertigo label earlier than they initially announced. The Sandman Universe titles, which were under the Vertigo label, were segued under DC Black. Yep. Oh, Black Label. Mm -hmm. Beginning with October 30th, the Sandman Universe presents Hellblazer number one, as signified by the change in label. On the bottom left. Yeah, so this was just... So the decision, again, just to reiterate everything, it's an overhaul by DC to kind of unify their brand a little bit more. Uh, I mean, I think we understood how Vertigo worked for the longest time, but for people walking into the comic book store, they didn't really get the whole vertical aspect um, of the brand. So I think putting it as a DC black label uh, is a little kind of identifies it a little bit better for people who are walking into a comic book store off the streets, not really understanding everything. Uh, that said, the black, the black label books from the ones I've read so far are been, have been very hit or miss. Um, I think they're coming out with these things a little bit too fast, kind of like the Star Wars things we were talking about before. 
uh, and just not um, that they're kind of backtracking at the same time. It started with the Batman Dam storyline, um, how they retracted it. We felt like the uh, some of the books were uh, censored after the fact. Like the the Batman's penis. The, no, Batarang, sir. It's called the Batarang. Is uh, it the Batadong? <laughs> there you go. Uh, and the uh, the Harley Quinn miniseries. Um, there was some suggestions that there was some censors uh, censorship going on there as well. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. I mean, I don't blame uh, DC for making the move. I can understand from uh, in today's world, you got to switch things up a bit. But um, it was also a little, it's a little sad to see the brand go. It's been around for how many years ago? Since ninety. Hundred. It feels about right. Um, so yeah. So I mean, at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Vertigo miniseries that pops up in a few years. That might be of interest to folks. So, they'll still own that brand. So, we'll yep. see there. Uh, we ran through this prep sheet pretty damn fast. Yes, uh, we did. We truly did. Uh, yeah, if you want to toss the break and we'll uh, hit on some of the product stuff on the back. Yes. Fantastic. Yes, let's do that, Mr. Monty. And we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 564. The one we're calling Sandwich Made in Uh Uh-Oh. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Hi, this is Carrie Byron from Mythbusters, and you're listening to Game Stuff with Coke Logic. Ahoy, hoy! Welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. Red Dead Redemption 2 is out now for PC. If by some chance you didn't own a game console or just wanted to wait a year for the PC release, your horse has come in. While the reception to Red Dead 2 has been mixed, due to the very slow and more dramatic nature of the game, when compared to the original over-the-top bombastic Red Dead Redemption 1, I'm still on the side of it's different from the first, but amazing in its own way. Red Dead Redemption 2 is out now for PC for $60. Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD is a remaster of the Nintendo Wii version of Monkey Ball, but I can't remember if it contains new levels or if it's Monkey Ball 1 and 2 put together. There were so many of these damn Monkey Ball games, and each one had to sweeten the deal so you rebuy it. Luckily, Monkey Ball in general is really fun, and this is the only one available for $40 for the Nintendo Switch. And finally, Death Stranding will finally be released this Friday for PlayStation 4, and it's not at all the type of game I expected it to be. From the amount of cool cinematic trailers, the game could have been anything. But when review embargoes were up, and it turns out it's a delivery game, I was a little shocked. Yes, we see in the trailer that you're walking in a large open terrain, but I didn't anticipate that that would be the whole game. I assumed they were showing boring shots because they didn't want to spoil the fun gameplay. Nope, that's it. This game is about getting orders to transport an item from point A to point B, prepare a suitable backpack to carry it, and then walk to your destination. So I actually don't know if I'm buying this game anymore. I would suggest watching a video first to see if it's for you. Death Stranding is out this Friday for $60 exclusively on PlayStation 4. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. We're the Monster Squad. Hey, this is Fred Decker, director of The Monster Squad. This is Duncan Regeer, Dracula from Monster Squad. This is Tom Noonan, plays Frankenstein in Monster Squad. This is Tom Woodruff, Gilman from Monster Squad. Hey, this is Andre Gower, Sean Crenshaw from The Monster Squad. This is Ashley Bank, Phoebe from Monster Squad. This is Ryan Lambert, I'm Rudy from The Monster Squad, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Wolfman's got an art! the mouth of babes comes dynamite the monster squad's gonna do tonight first came Dracula now the wolfman too the mummy and the girl are swimming in the and we are back with this episode of Geek Stuff TNG episode 564 sandwich made in uh oh you just heard from our yes, on a box just discovered 
that uh, when we actually take a break on the show, we actually take a break on the show. Interesting. Well, yeah. We do what we can here. Uh, you just heard from our lovely sponsors, uh, Build, Millennial Falcon. Excuse me, Build the Next yeah. Wing. Build the Next Wing. Oh, I, was just, I thought you were going to roll right into Build R2, and boy, was I going to let you have it if that was the case. <laughs> as, as, as you should have, honestly. Uh, sir, why don't you talk to us about the uh, great product of well, Build the Next Wing. Um, you know, um, um, no, so no, no, like, no, 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 the way, the way you would describe so, the product. You no, know, like every month um, you get uh, some beautiful pieces of um, an X-Wing, um, the X-Wing that you've always wanted and you see it, um, it's kind of the thing like when you see it at a convention, you're sir, like, I sir. wish I could have that, but it's, it's thousands of dollars, but not, not here with this. You just pay a little bit every month and you get pieces and you put it together and there's a deluxe version and a regular one, but we want you to focus on the deluxe one and it comes with big have, um, big have, the big people have. mover and um, lights and <laughs> static, static figures, um, which are the ones that don't move like your grandma and <laughs> your uh, grandma doesn't move. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, and you put it all together and you can go, um, over to build xwing.com and, um, and yeah, and you, and you can sign up. <laughs> Phone number is 877-544-6779. No. And the important thing to say, of course, you know, about it now that we've made fun of sandwich, making fun of the, the product, not making fun of, but trying to promote the product. Uh, it's it's actually the the real important things you want to remember is this is the first and only fully one eighteenth scale, uh, one eighteenth scale X wing. So that's the same scale as your three and three quarter action figures. And what's really great about that is you know for collectors and you know diorama guys and you know guys that like to you know set up their stuff and have it all be kind of in scale and everything. Yeah. You know, this is an important piece for them. Plus this is fully detailed and fully realized. You know, the only one Hasbro ever made close to this was that sort of giant foam one that had no cockpit or anything else. It's just kind of terrible actually. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, but this one is fully realized. I mean, there's, they have details in here that you didn't know were in the X wing. Like where do the bombs go? And there are bombs. Just as two examples. Uh, and the ship itself features lights, features R2-D2. Um, the the X-foils open into attack position for you episode four uh, guys out there. You know, the wings open up into the X position. Duh. Um, and, uh, yeah, and other things as well. Now, the deluxe version that Mr. Sandwich normally butchers, I mean, talks about, does come <laughs> Uh, working landing lights, uh, the static figures, as 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 he usually mentions, the little people mover as well, static Luke Skywalker that goes uh, in the cockpit and so on and so forth. And you really want to check out all the things you get in that deluxe version because the deluxe version uh, is the best version, in our opinion. Now, you know, a couple more bucks a month, yes, but the rewards on the other end that you will reap are reap worthy. So remember that. You know, to get a nice quality product that does not take up a lot of shelf space it means you can yes, buy more and, awesome collectibles. Yeah, and Star you know Wars that line—the line that sandwich pawns off me every time—is is actually true. This is one of those things you see at one of those higher end booths at uh, mm -hmm. at your bigger conventions, and they're thousands and thousands of dollars. But this is a chance not only for you to have one of those at the end of it, but you. You did. You had the joy of putting it together yourself and building it, and enjoying it. Maybe you're doing it with a friend or get some a, pride from it, or a child, or or you know a future ex-wife. So you you know that's kind of you know that's the joy that you get from it. And uh, yeah, Indeed. so there it is. We also had uh, game stuff from Coke Logic sent us the uh, the file right as we were recording. So uh, yeah, you, we got the you got the double dip on Red Dead Two there, Kev. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, uh-uh, no. What do you mean, first no? Of all, first of all, yeah. where where was the production for the Red Dead 2 report, Coke Logic? Where was the production? There's specific 
specific production for Red Dead 2 related news, and he knows it. He just got lazy there, I think. I'm you know, saying. you know, a little appreciation wouldn't kill you though. Look, I do appreciate him. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, Coke Logic does so much for this program beyond our uh, his uh, his game stuff segment. True. I'm just saying, you know, that was a that was a lively little bit that we had going about the uh, the Red Dead Redemption new Red Dead Report, whatever the hell he called it. Just saying. I mean, he did the fake out with just me. Saying on, that's production that could have been included. Just he, saying. He did the fake out on Portal Three to me uh, last weekend. So I mean. He got you, you he, mean? Last he, he did because I was, I was before the show started. Uh, uh, I listened to it beforehand. I was listening to it in the background, and as you said, and Portal Three, and I froze to the point where I scared the dog because I was, I, I just stopped dead in my tracks. <laughs> no, oh, poor puppy. Uh, all right, so we uh, have some product that we're going to talk about. Uh, let's see, what should we start with first? Actually, you know, let's start with some comic books. Actually, before we go into any products. So let me just grab these. I'm gonna grab real quick. Geek stuff, TNG, comic book news, comic conversation. So see, uh, that's what it would sound like if if we had that production done. It would. Uh, Geek stuff, TNG, comic book news, comics. Okay, so we're gonna begin um, with Basketful of Heads. This is the DC Black Label that Joe Hill, uh, Hill House Comics, are coming out with. So. As we just talked about in the first segment, uh, DC with their black labels, kind of like the, the darker, edgier comics uh, that are being uh, pushed out right now. Uh, and this is the one that they were, I don't know if to say that they were pushing the most, but they the, had the most buzz about it since it actually had Joe Hill uh, as the writer. So the cover looks pretty good. Uh, this is a total, it's a good issue. But the thing is, I will say is that this was, if you're looking for some kind of spooky, something kind of odd, something kind of gross or something by, like, by any stretch, this is not that book. Literally, all you can do is read the first page, maybe the first two pages, the last page, and that's it. Everything else is just story set up. So I'm hoping that the second issue just really takes it up a notch. Because otherwise, this is kind of a, a lame duck story otherwise. Um, it almost looks like something that might happen, uh, something you might see from the CW, if that was the case. So an okay book at most. What, yes, yes, Big Kev. Yes, Big Kev. The microphone needs to be on. I'm, right just, making, I'm just making motions with my mouth. <laughs> I'm not actually saying anything. Okay. I'm glad we had that conversation. Uh, so basket full of heads, Joe Hill. Um, it's okay, but something big better happen in the next issue right there. So right now I would say it's a tentative buy slash wait till next month to see if you actually want to pick it up. Another book I was uh, interested in from, I don't know exactly the publisher. I want to say it's Ablaze, uh, Vampire State Building. And I'll be the first to admit that the title alone just kind of got me, it made me want to pick up the book. I remember seeing that book solicited, but I don't remember a thing thing about it other than the title just like you said so the uh artist on here is actually from charlie uh aldred aldred uh uh artist on the walking dead so that was kind of like the big advertisement going along with this oh is it allard i'm not is sure the guy who, Adlard? It's, the, it's the artist from walking dead right yeah yeah i wasn't sure how i to think it's charlie it. how do you spell it a d l a r d adlard okay there you go so the first book was an interesting setup book, had very clunky dialogue to the point where it was actually kind of hard reading some of the, the word bubbles that were going on and such terrible exposition at the same time where it just felt very drawn out. The second issue really takes it up a notch in terms of the horror, the gore, the violence, all of that. But this just shows how this book needs a better, perhaps a better editor on here. I'm not too sure exactly who the position would be. A editor. A, a editor. It definitely needs a editor because there's a two-page uh, uh, splash that's happening here. But apparently, someone miscounted the number of pages in the book because it goes on to two pages by mistake. So just. Whoops. To the point where I'm reading it, I'm like, why does it look so off before I really understood what the hell was going on? Uh, and also, again, just really bad dialogue at the same time where someone did not proofread this thing, it felt like, before it actually went out to the printers. Um, 
otherwise, otherwise it's a really good book. Uh, I don't know if it's $4 worthy of a book. That's kind of on everyone's judgment right there because I feel like all these books are just stupid expensive right now. Uh, as some of the books are hitting five, six dollars, even the the Black Hill, um, the Black Hill, the uh, Black Label books from DC, uh, they were hitting as much as seven, eight, I think nine dollars even at a clip for some of the big, for the real big books. Wow. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, they look really nice. They look pretty. I mean, they're like magazines more than comics. But uh, for that price, you're going to be able to get Disney Plus this upcoming month. So I for mean, a whole month. Yeah. So. And for a few more bucks, maybe you know you could get the uh, the year subscription if you wanted to for for some for some more. So a bit ridiculous right there. Um, I think the other thing we had that we were going to hit on where is in the prep sheet. Um, Gav, how big of a Godzilla fan are you? Honestly, not terribly big. Um, yeah, yeah, meh. All right. Well, uh, a new collector collector's Godzilla Blu-ray box set has just been released uh, and includes high-def versions of all 15 Godzilla show-era films made between 1954 and 1975. Yeah, you know who would be a big fan? It would be Michael Morris, who is Christy Morris's husband. Christy Morris, as we know, is uh, one of the hosts over at Sabres and Spells, I believe is the name of that show. And uh, you should go listen um, just to her voice. I would listen to anything she says. I'm just saying. She could read the phone book, and I'd be fine with it. Her husband, Michael, mm -hmm. uh, is a huge Godzilla fan. I think he would uh, probably really enjoy that box set. Do we have that? Did we get that? No, uh, it just uh, came out. Uh, came became available on Amazon. So that's why I wanted oh. to uh, to pimp it out. Uh, there was. A, I remember looking at this when they announced it, and there was a reason I decided not to get it. Do you remember what I said? Uh, was it they're not dubbed? They don't have dubbed versions. They, there was. There? I think. I think it might have been a dubbed issue. But now, like, kind of getting a better look at the box sets, and I'm seeing more people are posting pictures of the box sets that they picked up. Um, the one unified um, complaint I'm finding from people is that how the hell do they put this on a bookshelf or um, their DVD shelf? But the book is so damn nice. You kind of want this like on top to kind of like really show off this whole entire collection. Uh, you're able to pick it up uh, with Prime Free one day for $112.49. Part of the appeal of those movies and what makes them fun is the terrible translation and lip syncing. Absolutely. At the dubbed versions. So it's kind of weird that they wouldn't include those. And I'm pretty sure that's, now that I keep thinking about it, I'm pretty sure that that's the reason I decided not to get it. But that said, um, it still remains a mystery as to why they wouldn't put the dubbed versions on there. It just seems weird. I do not know. Um, so, yeah, so if you have anyone in your family, any friends that uh, you have to buy some gifts for this December, uh, definitely worth flagging that because it's also nice for anyone who's just big into uh, films either overall or just classic monster movies. Uh, Kev, the only thing we have left on here, I don't know if you want to tackle this now, or maybe we save this for the bonus show, uh, was that sci-fi article on the Dungeons & Dragons gift guide? No. Was that on the prep sheet? It was on the prep sheet, my, my good man. Oh, I must have missed that. Um, no, I, maybe you should save that for the bonus show. I mean, it's going to be a lot of bonus content for you uh, lucky, lucky members of Patreon. Um, and even more of a reason for you people who are not part of our Patreon to come over, because in addition to that great piece that I'm sure Mr. Monty will talk about on the bonus show, yep. we have the return of the sandwich who will be coming back from Disney, uh, with tales and stories of galaxy's edge and California theme parks and so on and so forth. Um, He's a dead man, by the way, because he went to Galaxy's Edge and didn't tell me when he was going. So I'm just saying. Everybody's you know, dead, Dave. Just saying. He thinks he's got distance, you know, that makes it, that keeps him safe. But he forgets, I'm not going to be here forever. So I'm just saying. This is important by my Listen, I have a, my memory is long and my justice is final. <laughs> Your memory so is long? Okay. Uh, Vengeance also knows no end. Oh, okay. so I can't believe I. You know, can I just tell you the story really go quick? On, go on, go ahead, go ahead. I get a text from West Coast Scott. Yes, right. 
West Coast Scott says to me, um, hey, you know, did Sandwich, uh, uh, did you know that Sandwich went over to Galaxy's Edge yesterday? <laughs> and I said, what? And, and I said, no, you must be mistaken because he didn't text me. And then West Coast Scott goes, no, I met up with him and we hung out. Yeah, they posted so a little. They posted a little Instagram thing too, and hung out with West Coast Scott at Galaxy's Edge. I can't even get him to give me a call. Maybe I wanted something from Galaxy's Edge. Maybe I want him to bring me back something. You know, there's stuff that they only sell there. Sandwich. You know, he he has no problem grabbing you know a beer a in my house. Is sandwich besides what you you know? Well, I'm not going to go there. Calm down. But the point is, is you know, we were very clear with him that he needed to communicate with us when he was going to Galaxy's Edge, when he was there. And, you know, there might be something we would like from Galaxy's Edge for him to bring back. Well, if Just I go, if I, sir, if I'm going in March. I'll oh, get, great. I'll so get everybody, everyone will literally go before me. Anyone associated with this program will have gone before me then. Because you're going in March. I may I go in March. He's going in November, and he still hasn't told me a blessed thing about it, right? But no, don't worry. He'll let me know, you know, in case I want to fly down and join him, which is, a, a, you know, and I, I've told him since they announced this that I said that I wanted to be there when he was there. I thought it would be great for the two of us to do that. Not, man, it's just kind of whatever. I smell a uh, bit. I feel like this is a bit. Some kind of yeah, segment. It's a, bit. it's a bit. It's a bit of garbage. That's what it is. And and when will I go, you ask? Well, um, I will go at the next celebration, which I think is next summer okay. um, in California. So, Ooh. I mean, theoretically, that's when I'm going. But who knows? So, there we go. I'm sorry to hear that. You know what time and it that, is, though, now, that sir? That kid is. That kid is dead. That kid, I, I warned him. First of all, I talked to him right after the West Coast Scott incident. Okay. And I told him, I said, you had better be prepared to come back and do a bonus, all you bonus show, all him bonus show, no help from you, uh, Mr. Monty, talking about uh, Galaxy's Edge, and I want to hear how many frozen butter beers that he drank in, in one sitting. That was that's what got him in Disney jail, though I think. Pretty sure. I, I have no idea. That's what led to the, to the situation. I'm just I'm furious. All right, well, you can't be furious for much longer. You know why? Why? Our favorite old new segment is back. The wrap up. And the wrap-up for this episode, episode 564, is now underway. Kevin, we began with a lot of Batman news. There was the story from Deadline of Colin Farrell in talks to play the Penguin, Andy Circus in talks to play Alfred Pennyworth, and confirmation about Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, which two out of three I'm very okay with. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's it's stacking up against itself, but we'll see. Amazon orders two seasons of Critical Role's animated Legends of Vox Machina series, and OG has just lost his mind. And I can imagine many people, uh, many other people are going to be checking this out when it does hit, eventually. Uh, we also have Disney, Bob Iger admitting on a BBC podcast that... Uh, he wasn't too happy. He wasn't happy with the amount of Star Wars films that were coming out, but he didn't have a problem with the box office or the films, the quality of the films themselves. So he just set in the record straight there, once and for all. That's his defense of Episode Eight, and it's terrible. Peyton Reed will direct Ant Man Three from Marvel Studios, which is great to know. But that will be Phase Five, so we got a bit of a wait for that as we just enter Phase Four. And I'm not, I'm okay with that because really it's all about Disney Plus right now. I'm not too worried about any of the movies. Speaking of movies, we have announced we had a teaser for a new Spider Verse uh, sequel, April eighth, twenty twenty two. We can expect the sequel from Sony to come out. Uh, oddly enough, just a week ahead of Black Panther 2, so it should be interesting how that plays out. 
That's really odd for a number of reasons, but okay. And why 2022? I mean, God, that's forever from now. Pennyworth series renewed for second season at Epics. Don't know a thing about it, really. Um, so I can't say one way or another if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I can't really add to that as well because I'm in the same boat. Uh, South Park and Rick and Morty will be streaming, uh, have streaming rights going to HBO Max. Uh, I don't think this is the biggest win in the world for HBO because I feel like the uh, the fan base for those uh, uh, those TV shows they're gonna already own all of the box sets or I think they're gonna be they're already gonna have digital downloads so I'm not too uh, I don't think it's that big of a win for them. I think it's a big loss more for Hulu than it is a win for Netflix because those two uh, those two programs are very popular on that platform. Green Eggs and Ham trailer for Netflix animated series drops. I still haven't watched it, but I am intrigued by the notion of a Green Eggs and Ham new trailer, so I will definitely check that out. Sarah Jessica Parker confirms the cast returns for Hocus Pocus 2. I never really got why this movie is such a big deal, but you know what? Social, social media blew up, and I know people who are going to be personally going, so... I mean, it will be almost 30 years after... You know, after the first one, I'm sure by the time this one comes out, so near enough to 30 years. Greg Nicotero's Creep Show renewed for season two at Shudder. D-D, S-H-U-D-D-E-R, Shudder. Uh, yeah, well, you know, why not? Horror anthology, they always do well if, if they're done what done right, and this one seems to be. It was a major success for Shudder, and uh, I know a lot of horror fans who are re-watching it to top it off, so it's definitely doing uh, the best over there. And uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, PC uh, trailer launched. I'm not about the Red Dead nearly as much as you guys, but it did look absolutely stunning on a 4K monitor. It does look stunning, and uh, it's too bad that Coke Logic uh, didn't use that uh, that prepared um, <laughs> production. Yeah, too bad. Uh, DC quietly closes Vertigo's doors early. You know, the promised sort of devolve or dissolution or getting rid of Vertigo happened much sooner than uh, even DC said it would. Most of the books under that label have now reverted or converted rather over to black DC black label. Uh, so you can check out most of those books over there. End of an era, but at the same time, it's uh, probably a smart rebranding uh, move on their part. And for a few comic books, we had a Vampire State Building Number Two, um, which the story itself is pretty good, but I think it's just a, the editing on it is just a hot, bit of a hot mess where it caused me to literally laugh out loud as I was reading it. And Basketful of Heads Number One, this is the book from Joe Hill with his series. Uh, I'm temptedly optimistic because I think it was uh, good, but not really much of a story at the same time. It was a total scene setter for the most part. Then we had a break. <laughs> we had, and Godzilla. <laughs> where we heard uh, where we heard game stuff uh, from our pal Coke Logic, <laughs> as well as our beautiful sponsor, buildxwing.com. What's that phone number, Mr. Monty? Uh, so if you want to give that number a call, just call 877-544-6779. Speaking of phone numbers, you can check us out each week over at geekstufftng.com eventually when we have that site. <laughs> Right now, I think it just bounces over to Big Kev's Geek Stuff, I think. Uh, you can check out our Facebook page. That one is properly done at Geek Stuff TNG. Uh, and on the social media, where can they find you, Mr. Monty? Well, let's not forget, sir, we also have Patreon.com slash... I was getting there. Want to make I sure? I want to get the important to... stuff in. Important stuff is it's I'm much more saying. important. Geek Stuff TNG. Geekstuff.com slash... Oh my God, you're throwing me off now. Patreon.com slash GeekStuffTNG. For a dollar, you get a hold of our uh, Discord room. For $3, you get the show uh, early with a sneak peek at the prep sheet. For $5, you get all the bonus content uh, with some bonus shows on the weekend and two vintage shows a month. For $10, you get the live on Instagram. And for $40, bucks, you can advertise on the show. These are all good things. All good things. And your social media, sir? Uh, Big Kev GS over at the Xbox uh, Nation, where myself, the sandwich, Uncle Eric, and Cousin Dave are bringing 
uh, Law to a Lawless West in Red Dead Redemption 2. And you can find me at BK Geek Stuff everywhere else, I believe. You can find me as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Snapchat, on uh, YouTube. And you know what, just to piss off Kev, on Twitch as well. Really? I have, it, there a... I have it set up, but that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, we gotta, we gotta. There's, there's a number of projects, Twitch things that we're gonna do, so we gotta make sure that's all set up as well. That is very. Cool. Uh, and you can find the sandwich at apparently California, in Disney. I'm not sure when he's coming back. Um, but if you're looking for him on social media, you can find him at Fat Dumbledore. That's F A T D O M B L E D O R E. Fat Dumbledore. Uh, over at the Xbox uh, Nation, as well as Instagram, I believe, is what he has. Pretty so there sure you go. that's what it is. And with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Monty, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're going to go a whole episode to get it right on the first try. <laughs> yep. Geek Stuff TNG to a close, the way we end some episodes by saying, Good night, OG. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. That music. Yes. His music.